step into the teacher's lounge where intentional, authentic conversations on topics and situations that touch the lives of educators. I am Cynthia Tyler, your partner educator. Come on into the lounge, pull up a chair, and let's talk. Welcome, welcome to the teacher's lounge. I am Dr. Cynthia Tyler, your partner educator, and I am on winter break. Halfway through, but still on winter break. As most, if not all, educators or anyone working in education have taken a well-deserved break. 2020 has provided this opportunity where we just need to wind down completely. 2020 has brought us these unexpected, unprecedented challenges, changes, many shifts, many conversations, too many decisions, and challenging the pedagogical applications and methodologies in our lessons. Wow, that has just been a bombshell. I don't even know if that's the right term at this point. And also emotional roller coaster. If we as educators do not need a break, I don't know who does. I'm sure there's a few more industries and workers out there that need a break as well. But this winter break is so well needed, so well deserved. In this podcast episode, I am just going to speak on how I spent my winter break. And possibly the rest of you educators are probably doing the same thing. This winter break deserved a time to just literally stop. Just halt. The last day of class, whenever yours was, the computer was turned off, pencils were put down, Textbooks were closed. Notebooks were closed. If you were in the building, you locked that classroom door and you did not look back. If you're working from home, you shut down the computer or the laptop and you did not turn around. That spot that you have set up in your homes to teach your students, I know for me, I have not gone back to that spot since the last day of class. I needed a break. I needed to relax my brain. I needed these thoughts to stop. I did not want to look at another book. I did not want to look at another notebook, another sheet of paper. Did not want to pick up another pen, another pencil. Did not want to look at another 
lesson plan. I needed to stop. And that is what I did. You know, it is kind of hard. It is kind of hard. Um, as an educator, or anybody who is passionate about what they do, it is hard to stop. But I think 2020 and the unexpected challenges, changes that education has gone through in the past few months, you have to stop. You have to tell your brain, I can't do this anymore. I need a break. Winter break is exactly what it should have been for 2020. A break from everything. Time, maybe, if you've got someone living in your home, it might have even been an opportunity to say to them, you know what? I just want to be by myself for a little while. Just give, give, give me a day. Maybe give me two days. Let me wind down. Let me stop my brain and just relax and enjoy the moment. Because this was not only winter break. This is holiday season as well. So we're learning and trying to appreciate where we are, who we are, what we have and have not experienced, and spend time with family and friends. And I wanted to enjoy that. That is what I did. I have not looked at that virtual teaching corner since the last day of class. Now we're halfway through winter break for most of us, if not all of us. This is halfway through winter break. We've got a few more days before the new year, January 1st, 2021, arrives. So yes, we're going to have to, or I, and all of us, are going to have to just, we got to pick that pencil back up again. But that's okay. Because I took the winter break and just stopped. Just stopped. No thinking, no planning, no what am I going to do tomorrow, and just stopped. Now, as I get closer to having to return to school, as, as most of us, again, if not all of us, we're returning at the beginning of January, right after uh, New Year's Day, we're returning to whether returning back to the virtual environment, blended environment, the hybrid environment. Some of you are returning to the building, your school buildings. Some of you are still going to be working from home. I know for me, I will still be working virtually. But now is the time to start thinking about, okay, what does this look like when I return to school. So there's three things that I have done. Now, as an educator, I know for me, I overanalyze things. I think things through just a little bit too much. 
But I did an exercise. And I said, let me just think about, okay, as I begin to start planning for returning to class, I'm almost there, almost there. Then there's three things I asked myself. Because I don't, I want things to be different. So I thought about three questions. Three questions I asked myself. What I did good or well before winter break with my classes. What can be improved? And the third question, what do I challenge myself to do? Whether it's to do something better or to start doing something. Now, these are questions you probably have heard of before. You know, when you're giving feedback, this is the kind of feedback that you give someone. You tell them what they've done well. You tell them where they can improve. And then you give them a challenge. I presented these questions to myself. Because 2020 was such a challenging year, or a different year, it wasn't challenging for everybody. Everybody's experiences in 2020 in the classroom were different. It was challenging for some, and that challenge level is different for everyone. For some people, it was just a shift, a different shift, a shift you did not expect to have to make to go from face-to-face to virtually and working out of your home. For some people, it was emotionally draining. Some people experienced all three or even experienced some other. uh, It could be traumas for some people. So I figured these were some really good questions to ask myself. So this is what I came up with. And I want you to think about the same three questions. And maybe you've already done it. And maybe you just have different questions you're asking yourself. I I said, you know what? I'm going to ask myself these questions before I open a textbook, before I open that computer, before I pick up another pen or pencil. And this is what I came up with. This is what I came up with. What I did well or good And again, you can use your own terminology. You might say, what I did, excellent. I'm just going to stick with good and well. In my classroom, I teach high school students what I did well. And before I answer that question, I'm going to tell you how I did this. I did not overthink it. That's why I mentioned earlier, I'm the kind of person that I analyze a lot of stuff and I think through it too much. I think through it a lot. But what I did, I purposely, intentionally, when I came up with these questions and then I began to come up with the responses, I did not think long about it. This was a quick exercise. This is not something write down and write a thesis about it. This is just quick and it's not a laundry list. It's just a couple of items that I came up with that could help me 
when I pick up that pencil again and open up that computer and open up that textbook that could help me build lesson plans, activities for my classroom in 2021? The first question, what I did well. I log into my class early and I start my classes on time. Believe it or not, students do arrive early. I think that's fantastic. I make sure I was there to allow them into the room so that they have access. Second thing, I greet my students. And whenever possible, I greet them by name. Now, some of my classes are kind of large, so sometimes I can't get them all, uh, especially when they all start arriving at, a, at, at the same time. But I make it a point, whenever possible, to greet them by name. And then the third thing I came up with is that I always close my class with telling them, have a good day. See you tomorrow. I'll be glad to see you guys tomorrow. The second question. What can be improved? And this might be something that a lot of educators might need to work on. And maybe a lot of people in general, really. Um, but definitely as educators, you have so, we have so much on our plate. Um, you're not only writing lesson plans. You're teaching a class. Some of you are probably overseeing clubs. Um, events and activities in the school. You're working on um, committees. So where I need to improve is time management for my administrative work. Grading papers. Calling parents when needed. Lesson planning. Thorough lesson planning. Trying not to do lesson plans at the last minute because you've got so many other things that you're doing. So I believe that is what I will need to improve. Third question, what do I challenge myself to do? Now this one, I didn't have to think too long about this. And again, like I said, I didn't think too long on these. But this one really came to me. Is that, and, and a lot of educators, I believe, probably are experiencing this. Besides the fact of, you know, the conversation of turning videos on or turning or not turning them on. The other challenge is getting students to respond. And I don't think that's necessarily always aligned with not being engaging. Because I think about even when you're face-to-face, -face, sometimes it's hard to get students to respond. The difference in face-to-face, -face, you've got that eye-to-eye -eye contact. And sometimes you can persuade them to say something. But when you're in the virtual environment... And you have no eye contact because the videos are not on in some cases. It's hard to persuade them to talk. 
So what I have found right before when on winter break, I have found that using some kind of a collaborative exercise where students have to type their responses, I see that there is a little bit more uh, communication with the students. And sometimes they might even say something when I, as the teacher, make a comment about what they've written, getting them to expound on what they wrote. So what I think I can challenge myself, not I think I know, I challenge myself to do is to find more ways of having activities that allow the students to provide their feedback, comments, questions in written format in the virtual environment. Now, the chat box is okay. Chat box is nice. I know for me, sometimes I miss the chat box and I, I'm doing, that's probably another thing I need to challenge myself with. So I got to focus on the chat box. But every now and then, every now and then a student will put an answer in the chat box. But they don't always do that either. But I did find that when it's on the screen, they will provide written feedback. So I'm challenging myself in my lesson plans is to find more activities where the students can collaborate in written format. And just maybe, just maybe, that will provide students an opportunity to actually verbalize what they've written. So that is what I'm going to challenge myself with, adding those type of activities to my lesson plans. So that is what I have done on my winter break. As 2020 is coming to an end, very soon, very happy about that. But 2021, you have to make better. Just because the calendar flipped doesn't mean things will automatically change. We have to change it. So I will end with this. What did you do on your winter break? Did you truly relax? Did you truly take time for yourself and your family and your friends? And now, as 2021 is quickly approaching, what are you looking forward to when you return to classrooms in January of 2021? Until the next podcast, and we meet in the teacher's lounge. Continue to rethink, refocus, and reinvent.